Hey, how do you hit the ball out of the park at your job interviews? How do you do that? What are the components to successfully selling the hiring team on your value? Look, most of you out there listening to this, you probably bring a lot of value to the table. Whether you, whether you know it or not, maybe you're not aware of it. Maybe you haven't actually uh, taken the time to sit down with a piece of paper and write out the amount of value you bring to the businesses and the organizations you work for. But the fact is, you do. Now, communicating that, articulating that, and making the hiring team or the recruiter, including the recruiter, right? The recruiter, the hiring team, the stakeholders, the managers, the executives, whoever is present at the interview. It's up to you and it's a completely separate task to articulate to them, to explain to them and show them that value you bring to the table. Hey, Dean Kulawiri here. Hope you're doing fantastic and uh, you know, you're pushing through with your job search. I'm here to help you out with tips, advice, and strategies you can apply to your job search. So welcome to another segment of the Practical Job Search Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, you're a job seeker, you're an active job seeker, you're a passive job seeker, you're just curious about this whole job search stuff, you're like, job searching, is, is there even a strategy to job searching? Absolutely 100%, folks. So hit me up with the subscribe if you haven't done so already for more information and more segments that where I'm constantly talking about various job search tips and advice. So today's topic, look, if you got an interview coming up, right, and I'm not talking about if you're an interviewer, I'm talking about, you know, things from the job seekers standpoint, a point of view. You got a job interview coming up, you got to be prepared to go for the win, folks. Now, I'm not saying that today's advice is going to 100% guarantee you that you're going to hit the ball out of the park, but I promise you, if you follow the tips that I'm going to share today, it will put you in a stronger position to make that win. Or prepare for that win or, or get to whatever is the next uh, step in the process. Whichever part of the interview process you're at. The pre-screen, uh, the, the phone interview, the, the video interview. Maybe it's an inside on, um, um, in-person, on-site interview. Whatever the case is, folks. Maybe it's the first interview, second interview, third interview. Maybe it's the final interview. If you can accomplish the four things I'm talking about today, you will be in a stronger position to win. All right? So the first thing you got to do is... And then, by the way, before I get into these things is... These do not necessarily have to occur in chronological order, all right? Uh, But these are four components you do have to to cover during the interview. And it will take some asking questions from your end. It's a conversation, folks. It's a business conversation. And a lot of you are just going in there, sitting there, and just responding to a whole bunch of questions and not really throwing some questions back at the interview team as well. Now, I'm not saying just, you know, keep going back and forth like that, like robotically, but there has to be that natural flow of a conversation. You got to treat it like a conversation, like a discovery conversation, because you're there to uncover things. So you know how you can best present yourself to the hiring team. Now, look, first thing, right? You definitely want to be taking notes uh, if you're taking notes today. The first thing you got to do is assess the the hiring motivation. Assess the hiring motivation. Why are they looking to hire? Why, why right now? And what, what, is the, what has exactly led them to want to set aside budget to invest in you or someone else to be brought on to help them out with, with whatever it is that's going on there? Is it a, maybe it's a project. Maybe it's some disaster that just occurred. Maybe someone left. What is the hiring motivation? You got to ask and inquire about these things at the interview, folks. Why are you looking to hire right now? That's number one. Assess the hiring motivation. Number two thing you got to accomplish is identify the pain points. Okay, fine. This is why you want to, you're looking to hire people right now, but what is the impact that that's having on your organization right now? What are the pain points? What are the challenges? What are the problem areas that you need the person in this role to be brought in and deal with? If you're not asking this folks, this is like a, a huge pot of gold. A lot of you folks are missing out on, 
Identify the pain points. Always ask questions to identify, uncover, probe, investigate the pain points, right? And also as part of this, what you gotta be doing is quantifying the pain points. What are these pain points costing the company? Is it costing them time? Is it co costing them money? Is it costing them some other form of resources? Is it costing them uh, uh, dissatisfied customers? There's always a cost and you gotta see if you can quantify the cost of, of whatever these pain points and challenges are. All right, so that's number two. Number three, knowing what the hiring motivation is, knowing what the pain points are and quantifying those pain points, like the, the actual effect it's having negatively on the business or the organization. Knowing all that, you now know exactly what aspects of your background you wanna highlight and present to the hiring team. If you know the pain points, folks, if you know the pain points, if you know what's really, really hurting them, right? Personally, departmentally, uh, organizationally, if that's even a word, if you know that stuff, you, you now know what exactly you want to highlight in terms of what you bring to the table. Your knowledge, your expertise, your your experiences, the, the projects you worked on, the industries you worked on. Uh, a lot of you folks, what you're doing is you're just talking about everything, right? But if you can, if you can do number one and two that I just talked about and really identify what's really important to the organization, you now know what you need to be focusing your conversation on. When, when you're discussing your past experiences or current experiences or recent uh, you know, professional experience. So number three is present potential solutions based on the problems that they're experiencing. So now you need to be presenting yourself as a solution. So stop thinking of yourself as a job seeker. You're not a job seeker anymore. Right? I use the term job seeker in my podcast because that's what everyone uses. That's the term that most of you are, are familiar with so that you know I'm talking about you. But beyond that, I want you to stop thinking of yourself as a job seeker and start thinking of yourself as a solution provider. You are a solution provider. Okay, companies are not investing money, throwing out money out there just for you, just because they're looking for job seekers. No, no, as a recruiter, I have never had a conversation with a hiring manager who said, hey, Dean, uh, we're looking for job seekers. No, nobody's looking for a job seeker, folks. People are, organizations are looking for problem solvers. They're looking for solution providers. Company has a problem, company has a pain point, such problem, you know, whatever that problem pain point is, it's costing them whatever whatever it's costing them like money time whatever and they're willing to set aside money actual money to invest in someone to be brought on to solve the problem sounds like a solution provider to me folks all right so at this point number three you got to be able to present yourself as the potential solution all right and then finally number four you want to quantify the potential outcomes that you can help produce right now this is where you might have to do some guesswork some some professional guesswork of course right you're the expert in your field not me right now folks you're the expert in your field whatever it is now this is where the, this, this fourth component is where you can you have to present to them what are the potential outcomes you can help them produce as a result of you being involved in this project or whatever it is they've got going on and wh whatever reason they're looking to hire you and i don't care if you're flipping burgers at mcdonald's or you're flipping uh projects at the sea level doesn't matter same thing, same concept, same same principle here, right? So you gotta, as the fourth component, you gotta present to them the potential outcomes you can help them produce. And if you wanna go above and beyond that, even give them a rough outline of how you're gonna do it. Like what you, not, not like every single aspect of what you're gonna do, but you should be able to give them an overview of, okay, this is the problem that you have. This is what it's costing you. Here's, here's why I'd be the most viable fit for this role. And number four, Here's what I can potentially do for your organization. 
right? And then you want to present that. That's how you really get them interested in, in considering you for the position. This is where an actual real conversation will take place. But they're going to be asking you, okay, wow, that's amazing. Uh, so how would you do this? How would you do that? And then, uh, you know, what would you do after that? And what would you accomplish within within 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, whatever it is? That's where the real conversation happens, folks. This is how you need to be selling people at your interviews. All right. So those are the four components. All right. So make sure you hit, you watch, you listen to the replay of this if you didn't get that. But you want to be accomplishing these four things at your interviews. Hey, if you found this of value, first of all, make sure you implement this into your job search strategy or, or more so your, your job interview strategy. These four components are very important for you to cover. All right. And the second thing is, hey, if you haven't subscribed already, hit me up with the subscribe, folks. Guarantee you're going to get great information and tips and advice that you can apply to your job search. I'm also going to drop a link in the, the description for how you can follow me on all my other social social channels as well. I'm active on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. And uh, I think those are the main ones. Clubhouse, I'm not really active uh, as of yet. Uh, but I'm trying to get more active on Clubhouse as well. But anyway, I'm going to put on, put the put the link to my social channels in the description. Make sure you check me out. Follow me on all those other Instagram as well. I'm on Instagram. Uh, ch- follow me on all those other channels, folks, so you can get as much information as possible to help you in your job search. I'm always posting stuff, right? So, hey, implement this into your job search. Remember, the four components you got to cover in your job interview. And I'm not saying it's going to guarantee you're going to get the job. But it's going to put you in a stronger position and the hiring team is going to see you as a very strong candidate if you're able to, to accomplish those four components uh, as best as possible and successfully. All right. Hey, Dean Kulawira here. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is another episode of the Practical Job Search Podcast. Keep pushing through, folks. Don't give up. Keep, take, keep taking action. And I'll see you around soon.